The Premier Advisory Group, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is the Big O' Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is The Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to The Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, my co-host Tony Shore, and our very special guest, in-house Medicare export, export or expert. (laughs) Expert. He's an export. Bill Kaiser. Right. Import or export. I'll, I'm We're ex- Medicare export. We're exporting Bill Kaiser today. <laughs> Where Bill are you going, Bill? Kaiser. Great you to be go? here, Bill. <laughs> Thanks for having me today. Wow, yes, I, I just feel fortunate to to be on with my two Bills. I'm calling this show My Two Bills. <laughs> it's like a sitcom. Bill Kaiser and Bill Altman Jr. I love it. Good. Absolutely. So you having fun, Tony? You know what? I don't mind working out of the home office, and I've been keeping very busy. I've actually had a crazy busy week, but you know what I like? I like just being able to, uh, between recordings, go up and uh, say hi to the fam, you know, grab a snack out of the fridge, and then if I finish up early, we can go for a walk. It's just a great, uh, great scene and scenario for me. And my family's healthy, so I'm happy. But I know a lot of people out there have been struggling, and it's been crazy economically for our country. So, you know, I do have concerns about that. But for me personally and my family, we're doing well. Uh, how about for you guys, the the two bills? How are you guys and your families doing? We're good. But one question first. Do you wear pants when recording these shows, Tony? I'm just curious. Well, right now I'm wearing the short pants. So. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. A little scared, so didn't want to scare everybody out there, but is what it is. I have shorts. We're doing good. I'm doing good. Family's doing good. This week marked the end of school for the kids. Wow. This week marked the end of school. They were supposed to go until about the end of the month, uh, at least for my kids, but uh, they called it early. So Yeah, my my kids... um I have four kids, and so two of them ended uh, last week, and the other two are ending this week. So there's wow. there is just a sense of anticipation and excitement uh, emanating from my house right now. So I mean, we've already been. It seems like we've already been in summer vacation for two months. It doesn't. I, mean, I hate it? to say it. I'm not saying that these kids don't go to school ish, um, but you know what scares me a little bit. Is is our five month summer going to turn into like an 11 month summer or whatever? I mean, are we going to go until like January with no school? I mean, I've heard some rumblings out there about that. It kind of scares me. I think it would be completely absurd and ridiculous, almost as absurd as our property taxes here in Uh the great state of Nebraska and especially right here in our big Omaha town here. Uh-oh. I think Property it's ridiculous. Taxes. You're going to go there, aren't you? I'm going to go there today. Yeah. I'm a little fired up about it. You know why? Because 
you know, we, we just voted and all this, all these new bonds just passed. And it typically I'd be a voter of passing these bonds and continuing sure. our state forward and, and, and our roads and our schools. I'm big on that. I think it's great. But when is enough enough? I mean, when are we going to keep issuing these bonds and keep taxing property owners and the people? Should you own a house if you're if you're voting to increase your property taxes? Don't you think you might should own property? I don't know. Maybe (laughs) not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just crazy about it. But really, this is completely ridiculous. You could literally for what some people pay in property taxes in some states, you could have an entire another home with your principal, your interest, so that mortgage payment, your property taxes and insurance with just the cost of property taxes on a monthly basis here. I mean, enough is enough. I'm with Rosie on this. I mean, we need to figure this out. I'm, I'm sick of it getting swept under the rug. What are we going to do about it? Well, and, and, and that's that's been a challenge, Bill. I mean, the uh, the the legislature in the last three, four years, you know, the, I don't know how many times we've seen it at the beginning of their sessions where they where they're talking about having, you know, property tax relief. And and unfortunately, nothing gets done or nothing substantial has been coming out of that. So uh, maybe it's time we export them. What? <laughs> import export maybe <laughs> we gotta get them going i mean enough is enough we we need some solutions you we know, need too. solutions right i mean look at it and, I, and I, you cannot compare a, a city a, a metroplex of call it a million is that fair to say with all the mm-hmm. metro a metro here of about a million compared to what i'm going to talk about now say the cayman islands okay the cayman islands has an upfront property tax when you purchase a home, I do not own any real estate, by the way, there. Okay, I'm not a frequent flyer to the Cayman Islands, even though I'd love to be, but I'm not. But what I do know, because I've studied these other governments, what what's tough to compare with these, Tony and Bill, is that the Caymans has like 60,000 people, right? And we have like a million. So it's really, really, really tough to compare those two. But think about this for a second. You buy your home. It's a 7% upfront sales tax. No more property taxes. No more taxes on that home again. So it's more, everything's more revolving around a, a constant tax on every purchase, every time. So it maybe would reward people that stayed in their home longer. And maybe it penalizes ones that flip more. Or maybe investors, like we were an investor in, in property here in, here in Omaha, okay? And when we... We, when we flip these houses or these rentals and we're in and out of these places in a month or a couple years or whatever the situation is, we, we only pay that little property tax for the little amount of time that we owned it, right? Versus it would cost us more money if we had to pay a 7% tax on every single transaction that, that we made. Um, I would still be okay with that. It would just be a little, it'd be a little hit right? It would be a little bit less profit on a place, but it is what it is. We just need to figure it out. Our taxes are just completely absurd. And the great state of, of Nebraska, which I am, I'm a huge fan of it. I love it. it you know, our, our hopefully it's still coined and we still own this motto of our, our state slogan of the, the, good, good, the life. good life. Yeah. I mean, the good life. And by the way, we have the good life Medicare here, too. I just want to make sure everybody knows that because <laughs> we're the Medicare experts of the world right here. But the good life in Omaha, you know, we, we switched our our state, our state motto to what? 
uh, it's not for everyone or it's not for everybody. And then they, and then some people didn't like that. Everybody kind of threw their arms up and, and was all angry about it. And they said, okay, we'll get away from that. I guess it's, it is for everybody. Oh, get real. Nothing's for everybody. You could have that for every, everything. If we go back to just the good life, the good life, well, how about our taxes? You pay two and a quarter property taxes, and that's cheap. You go out, you go out to these SIDs, go out to Elkhorn or wherever, they're paying 2.8 plus in property taxes per year. I mean, come on, people. Well, you know, just long term, I mean, Nebraska needs to have a good model. I mean, if we're going to retain people, retain talent, retain young people, you know, in property taxes are, is a really important part of that. And there are other states that are doing a great job. We need to look at those states or look at the Cayman Islands, that model, and and build off that. And so I know it's it, it's 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 challenging in our state because we got this we got a cities and we got the agricultural component, and they they um, you know they tax them at 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 uh, not quite sure how they tax them, but they but you gotta you gotta make both those things all work together. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. And it's just, sometimes it's not fair. Some, there are some, and I think what you're trying to say is there are some places that aren't paying anything or, or next to nothing. Right. And there are some that are getting completely hosed and we really just make, need to make it, make it fair because we're going to stop. We're going to start losing talent. We're going to stop attracting people to our great state. And we have noticed that actually we've attracted and we've built, this city has really built. I mean, if you look at the past 20 years, the city has taken leaps and bounds to what's been redeveloped and the old market and, and Nodo and, and, and 25 years of the college world series with TD Ameritrade park, which who knows what it's going to be called now. And, and, and the CHI health center, which is not a hospital. Blackstone uh, Benson. I mean, you name it. I yeah. mean, we have all these different things that have, that have happened, but now it's kind of like, okay, great. We've built upon this and now we're going to keep raising taxes on you because we're going to repair the roads because all the, all the taxes that you pay to license your cars, which is completely absurd and ridiculous, the amount of money that it costs us to register our car each year, you know, and we do all this, that's not enough. So instead we're going to keep hosing you on everything else. I, I just, enough is enough. I mean, when we constantly hear that it's going to be getting taken care of, like Bill said, every single session, beginning of every single session, they talk about it. Is it just to kind of appease us? Okay, they're talking about it. I think it's going to happen this time. And then all of a sudden it doesn't happen. Oh, we couldn't come to this and it's going to start up next. Oh, that's a, that's a bunch of crap, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, they've they've raised a lot of hopes, and and uh, you know, our our legislature, our, our fine governor, needs to you know take some leadership on this too. We encourage, we hope that happens, and uh, let's do we, it. We need need solutions. We need it. We need it to happen. Absolutely. I mean, we know it can happen. We know this is a good life. We know we can make it. Everybody wants to stay here, but we are going to lose jobs, and with the crisis that we're seeing right now, we're seeing unemployment at what fifteen percent. That's going to continue to jump and jump. We know that we're going to see second quarter GDP numbers in the toilet. Um, I mean, we're just going to see a run on the bank. And and so we have to prepare for that. The state needs to prepare for that. The people need to prepare for that. And I, I just don't know if it's doing the best job. Um, I, I think we have a very robust economy here. Would you agree with me, Bill Geiser? Absolutely. We're, we're robust. People are out there. People are fairly prudent, I think, with their with their, uh, with their their spending for the most part, right? It's not so much of a keeping up with the Jones here as some other areas around the, around the country. 
But of course, there is some of that. But we have to stay on top of it. We cannot be uh, reactive on this issue. We have to take a proactive stance to make sure that, again, we're retaining top talent we're, and, and we can move forward. We do have some of the best schools in the country. We know that. We consistently rank in, in the tops. But, uh, but we can't keep, we got to figure out a way to organically fund this better than, than, than constant new dollars, uh, constant increase of tax. Taxes and 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 I don't know exactly how this all works, but it's almost like the renewal of bonds, right? It's like this, like in in you know you vote on one bond issue and then you're you're revoting on that same bond issue and revoting and revoting and constantly renewing this money, and and uh, so it's just obviously Tony, it's an issue. It's an issue to people in in our own area here. It's a really big issue. We hear about it all the time. Uh, this is a big year. This is a big election year. We know that it's a bizarre year. Um, we, you know, we have, like I said, record unemployment. If you look at and compare unemployment uh, numbers um, in past uh, crisis with financial crisis, uh, to 08, uh, 09, there's a 10% unemployment. 1980 energy crisis, 10.8. 1973 oil crisis and stock market crash, 8.8% unemployment. The Great Depression, 24.9%. Uh, folks, this isn't any fun. This isn't any fun, and things need to things need to get back rolling. And and normally, in, in when times are hard, that's where we need to give people some relief. We need to you know incentivize you know put more money in their pockets. And so, you know, these, these issues of, of raising property taxes, you know, having the knee jerk reaction of, of let's, let's increase sales taxes, things like that. You know, we gotta, we gotta work on getting money back into people's pockets and, and getting the, getting the economy going. And so guys, great show so far. You guys are on fire talking about covering a lot of things and uh, what needs to happen. Some financial situations out there, uh, the craziness uh, of the rising property taxes. Uh, you've covered a lot so far. So, Bill, where are we headed next? Well, I like to call him our in-house export. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Bill Kaiser, the in-house export. He's your Medicare <laughs> export. I love it. <laughs> you, you know, so earlier here we're talking, you know, right before the break, Tony, I was talking about why we care so much to make sure that people have a balanced portfolio approach. Yes. Um, and we, and so many times I think people confuse balance with a mixture of just stocks and bonds. Right. And yeah, that's great. Right. The mixture of stocks and bonds, but you know, we talked to Peter. Okay. Peter's our summer intern. And, you know, so he's actually like the everlasting intern because he's never left us except for when he went to Germany. Uh, Peter's a finance student at Creighton University, studies investments, gets great grades, and so really understands it pretty well. And even Peter, so I've been in this business for a long time, but even Peter is relatively new, says who the heck would invest in a bond portfolio right now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. He was talking about that because I'll give him assignments and I'll give him things and take this, take this, uh, take, you know, take this portfolio and, and plug it in, do an x-ray and see what's going on and, and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then he gets all this data back to me and then we can analyze it and see where best to go. Right. That's what we do here. 
when you're when when Peter is talking, and what's Peter? Twenty one. He's twenty one. Peter's yeah. twenty one years old, and he's making these comments because why? Because this bond market's not paying us anything. Now, if interest rates go negative, will we make money on the bond market? Yes. Should we bet on that? Probably no. Do I think it's going to happen? No clue. We've been surprised so many times, right? Has the rest of the world gone in that direction for the most part? Yeah. Negative rates, yes. So is it a is it a is it a potential? Of course, right? Let's not. Just bet on that, though, right? Why would why why are we going to take some mediocre interest rate, which is basically nothing, and, and just for that safety piece? What else can we do with that? Where else can we go? So I had a client that called up earlier this week. Uh, he's a he's a Vietnam vet, seventy three years old. Hey, Bill, I need to park some of this money, but I can't be can't be too risky with it. And and what what are my options? And I said, well, let's kind of let's push aside just the traditional equity investment and bond market investment for a little bit. First, we can start with a stable value approach. So let's just say we invest in our stable value portfolio and maybe you make one and a quarter off of it. It's safe money. It's going to be there for when you need it. It's liquid. Doesn't really make you much. You're going to lose to inflation. Is that fair to say? Unless there's deflation. But if inflation stays at there at that average, call it 3%, we're going to lose money to inflation. So that's one approach, right? We'll call it like the money market approach. We can make a point and a quarter off of it or so. Net. Another approach, Tony and Bill, we take a look at our buffered index portfolio. So last week we talked about our buffered index portfolio. I think it was last week. And, and what, what happens here is you can have upside potential with limited downside risk. Okay. So you're still in the market. It's still daily liquid, um, but it's more of a termed type of strategy. So our newest, our newest uh, offering is an 18 month offering. You can make up to 19.3% on the upside Okay, so over an 18-month period tied to the Dow Jones, issued by Goldman Sachs, by the way, so big banks are behind this. Over an 18-month period, you can make up to that 19%, right? And if the market goes the other way, the first 15% in losses are on the house. So let's say you, you get into this right now, 18 months later, the market is down 15%, you're down nothing. Okay. 18 months later, the market is down 10%. You're down nothing. 18 months later, you know, we're still in the same period. Let's say the market's down 20%. Now this is real. This is draconian right now, right? I mean, I don't think this is going to happen, but let's just say it is markets down 20%. Again, that first 15 is on the house. You're only down five, right? But let's say the market does the upside. Again, the eternal optimist now speaking, but again, cautiously optimistic because we've protected some of our downside, right? That 15% buffer. If the market decides to do the other side, we can make up to 19% on the upside, right? So we can make up to 19% on the upside. So market goes up 10, we're up 10. Market goes up 19, we're up 19. Market goes up 25, you're up 19. You get it? That is a pretty good strategy. The first 15% is protected. The first 15% of losses. I think that's a really good strategy. Again, still gives you a component of risk. So it's definitely not the stable value. It's not money market. It's not FDIC. We know that. Um, but again, it's another 
It's another approach. And then a third, and this, I was talking to this gentleman who I, again, I respect our vets like you would not believe the people that went over to fight for us. I don't care if it was Iraq, if it was Korea, if it was Vietnam, I don't care when it was or where it was. You can't put a price on what they have done for us. We complain about the things here in America. Don't go over there and then you'll see what's happening. Right. So when I, the, the third option, sorry for my little, my, 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 that little piece right there. But again, the third option, Tony, we go a fixed indexed annuity, say short term, call it three to five years, right? We have upside of the market, but again, your upside is going to be not as great as the buffered index because with the indexed annuity, you have zero downside risk. So you're going to make more than the money market piece, right? But you're going to make less than the buffered index in an up market, right? In a down market, your safety piece and in the indexed annuity is going to be, you know, there's no risk, right? There's no market risk. So you're safe there. Um, and, and it's certainly safer than the buffered. But again, the buffered is still giving you a 15% protection on the downside. So when we're talking about red and green money, right, we're making sure things are balanced, but let's think outside the box a little bit. Let's not just think about the stocks and bonds. Let's maybe, hey, maybe we can incorporate an alternative strategy that will that will marry everything, if you will, into a optimal portfolio for you. And, and that's our goal here, um, and especially when we're working with with folks that are nearing retirement or in retirement, which is certainly our, the, the bulk of our business. It's really, really, really important to make sure that we're concentrating on preservation and we're concentrating on income and and, and making sure that when you go to retire, you stay retired. Wow. Yeah. And that's key right there. And you want to make sure that you can stay comfortably retired with enough money to last as long as you do and remain comfortable. And I think that's the key. And that's why you have to have a plan as far in advance as possible, uh, no matter what stage you're at right now, or if you think you have a plan, get a second opinion. How can our listeners do that, Bill? Sure. Give us a call directly here at the office. Complimentary consultation. 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. And you can always get us on the web too at paradvisor.com. That's P-A-R advisor.com. And you can sign up for an appointment right there as well. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, And and we could do, we could do that over a zoom call. We could do that over a FaceTime call. If you, if, or yeah, whatever works best for you, yeah. whatever you're most comfortable with, we are here for you. All right. And you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It was great having our uh, export on, Bill Kaiser, expert <laughs> or export, whichever you want to call him. Uh, but uh, I love the show, My Two Bills. It's a great one. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of The Big O Money Show with our host, Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
B-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.